Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? And I'm here today with Richard Dawson. Um, welcome to Rough Trade. Hello. We just, um, we just arrived at the shop and Richard's been picking records out um, for everyone to listen to. He's picked out some absolutely weird and wonderful gems. And then we, we bumped into Nigel, Rough Trade's director, Nigel, who, upon hearing that Richard was interested in cakes, he ran to St. John's Bakery to, to buy Richard and Eccles cake, which is the best Eccles cake in London. I'm not sure it's fair to say that I'm interested in cakes. <laughs> That's that sort of sounds, feels like a really like a euphemism for <laughs> like I'm a pig. No, you are interested in cakes. You're talking very, about cakes. I am very interested in cakes. How was the Eccles uh, cake? It was good. It was almost too pleased with itself. It was a proud. Eccles cake, there was no humility there. Mm. And that's maybe its drawback. That's what's, I would say, I had a lesser tasting Eccles cake the other day, but I'm going to probably award the lesser tasting humble Eccles cake an eight and a half. This gets points knocked down because it was just too damn confident. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're right, though. I understand what you mean. It's almost outlandish. Yeah, it's outrageous. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know who Richard Dawson is, he's got a spectacular new album out on Domino, which you can buy in Rough Trade and you're playing in store tonight. Um, the album, I've never heard anything like it. And I think that's the general consensus. I've just, it, it was just music like I've never heard before in, in the most pleasing way. And, and it made me, it, it, how... I think rather than me trying to sort of cack-handedly describe what it is, which a lot of music writers and journalists have been trying to do in the last couple of weeks, how would you tell someone about what it is, say if they were just a person you meet in a pub? Well, thank you for not doing that for a start. And uh, I understand the need to do that, but it, it can be... Uh, I've tried to, try to avoid it. I've been trying to say different things in every interview. Uh, and just try and let it speak for itself, but... Uh, Primarily, I hope it's uh, music for for everybody. You know, it's not um, like uh, like uh, that. It could be uh, both uh, very accessible, but also very, uh, very exploratory, and uh, um, to sort of pull pull uh, to have two poles of uh, composition and improvisation pulling in opposite directions. So, to make something incredibly direct, but also incredibly obtuse and uh, of uh, contradiction. Contradiction is like the, the big, big flashing word in my head all the time. Really? It's like the root of everything. I feel like contradiction. And in, in, uh, when, when you start to realize that, you, that things are never to be seen just from one perspective, excuse me, that's like, uh, you know, you can talk all sorts of uh, cosmic talk about that light but also it applies to uh, human matters so uh, uh, yeah it's all about perspective and trying to make something that's blurry uh, or but as clear as possible you know wow blurry and as clear as possible that's mm. hard that's the aim whether or not we've achieved that we'll 
to remain to be seen. How much, when you mentioned improvisation, how much of the improvisation, how much in the songwriting process is, is improvisation? And do you find that if you are keep going back to improvisation, does that then become non-improvisation because you're just doing something that you've been doing before? No, I think the whole, uh, uh, one of the roots of improvisation is that it's about listening and responding, not reacting, but responding. Uh, and it extends, it's not just a musical idea, it's, uh, uh, and it's not a new idea either. I mean, it's new maybe to Western music because classical music was so entrenched and then other more kind of r uh, rigorous forms of music. But actually when you look at lots of, uh, particularly like Indian music and uh, um, other other very more ancient types of music, improvisation sits and is part of comp composition and, uh, you know, a composition uh, exists but is different every time through the skill of the musician and through the circumstances being played in. So uh, I, I sort of waffled and forgot the, your initial question. It's fine. Um, I think you, you, can't, you kind of answered it there, so it's okay. It was about improvisation. I didn't feel like I'd strayed a million miles from no. the topic, but uh, I wandered down a little alleyway. On the record, um, it sounds like it's it's a whole. It sounds like it's almost like hundreds of people on it. Is it is it just you, or did you have lots of collaborators making the, the album? No, so the I played the um, the drums and bass. I played on it, but then the harp is Roger Davis, who I've worked with a lot over the years, very close friend and brother, and also Ang Hara Davis plays violin. She's a really good friend. Uh, and that is Rodri's sister mm -hmm. also, but that is by the by. And then the singers on the album had, uh, I think it was eight, eight really good pals came in. And what you hear on the record, sometimes there's parts where it's just the, the eight singers, but there's other moments where it's uh, doubled up and towards there's one place on the record where it's tripled up. So you hear yeah. eight times three in effect. I love those singers. I, I thought actually, I, th I thought they might be young people maybe not children but maybe mm. i don't know they, they sound young it's that kind of joyful chorus that's, that's in the background why did you choose to have a chorus of eight people on on, on the record there's a number of reasons and the most uh, prevalent is is it just is was the instinctual right thing and uh but it sort of served a number of purposes so as it as a uh, texture paint paintbrush stroke but uh, also it acts almost like a Greek chorus and yeah. it ties in, uh, is necessary for the, the kind of narrative for those interjections to occur and to just be a hinge in, in the story. Uh, and it also sort of places the, the individuals suddenly, it is, it, uh, they can maybe become a bit isolated in those moments, hopefully just will uh, re-clarify the sort of stage around them. It, is, it just sounds so great. And it's funny you mentioned Greek tragedy because that's what I thought when I was listening to it and, and the, those people singing behind and they're leading you through this, this world. And, and it is, when I, I listened to it, I, I kept finding myself kind of hallucinating the scenes in front of me and seeing almost like all of history condensed into this, I feel like I was traveling through history and seeing little, seeing through windows. And then 
I'd be taken somewhere else and then I'd see a scene of different countries that I haven't even visited. It was just kind of this huge tapestry of different times and places. And the chorus kind of allowed me, it was almost like a guide, and then they'd take me to the next place. Mm. <laughs> Good. So I probably shouldn't have shared that with you. That's great. And that all happened on the overground to Peckham. Um, but yeah, that that's the kind of thing that this album does. I think, that, and, and having conversations with people in in the store and customers and and staff members and you know people like Jack who interviewed you for, for Rough Trade magazine and the label. It, everyone's got everyone's wanting to talk about it and have their own and just do what I did, just gush or spill spill it's, what they feel about it. It's really heartening, you know. And uh, after having sort of worked on it so long. Um, it's it's the first time. Uh, this is something I have said in a few interviews, and it's important. It's the first time I've been concerned with it being heard. Uh, I've never really worried about that before, but that's kind of intrinsically tied up with the purpose and the the drive of this record. I, I would really like as many people to hear it as possible. I think it's a positive album, and. Uh, Hope it can be of some help in a in a small way. You don't want to be too presumptuous. Some help—that's a nice way of looking at an album. It can be of use. In fact, I've got something about use in my notes here on you. Um, yeah. So when you talk to Jack in the Rough Trade magazine, you actually you kind of said that it was something of something of a protest album, but not completely. And then you went on to talk about the album in the context of its use. And I suppose I wanted to ask about that. Like, what what do you want people to use it for or gain from it? Well, it's really down to people. I mean, the whole uh, uh, album, one of the concerns is, is about people's governance in terms of how much uh, say they have over their circumstances. So if I were to describe what I would hope a listener would get out of it, then I would be, I would be uh, against the principles of the album. Mm, yeah. I haven't said that. I've got particular hopes for sure, but <laughs> I just don't want to tell you them. And uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully things can occur for a listener that I would never would have dreamed of. Um, uh, oh, hang on, what, what was I thinking? Oh yeah, just that for for. Uh, album to be an effective or any anything to be an effective protest yeah uh, I think it has to be a, a hell of a lot of other things first uh, otherwise again it's just a little too uh, needs to be blurrier you know and uh, I'm, this is what I'm been trying to talk about is uh that you can take multiple approaches at once and you can see and hear things from different angles even in even though we've got one spaceship we can travel we can arrive at the planet from a num- number of different directions and we can dock into the different space ports all over the solar system at once <laughs> cool. Sorry, I'm just enjoying you talking so much that I just forget to no, ask uh, questions. I apologise. So Eccles cake and uh, second coffee of the day. Yeah, does tend to loosen up the uh, the, uh, the bowels. stream, <laughs> the, the bowels. 
the stream of, um, yeah, you know. I wanted to ask you, before we get onto the music that you've chosen today, um, the album, and this is what a lot of people talk about, so I don't want to go on about it, but the titles of the tracks are, you know, Ogre, Prostitute, Beggar, um, Scientist, Herald, Masseuse, Roles, or, or Job Titles, or I, I don't know what, what the right word is for that. But um, I just wanted to ask you, hopefully something that no one else has asked you, but what's what's the worst job you've ever had? Well, I wouldn't necessarily, I haven't had many jobs. I worked in record shops, two record shops, uh, for four, four years and then six years. And that's a good job. That's a great job. A very good job. And then I worked in a bar, uh, the, the Bodega, beautiful pub on the West Road, the old Roman Road in Newcastle. And... Uh, it's a fine job, but it's I I wasn't built for that. I found that very overwhelming. Really. So I I now think uh, um, that's that's really the hardest one of the hardest jobs. I think if if you're at all not inclined to the to the environment, uh, and I, some people are really like made for it and yeah. enjoy it, but whew, yeah, I used to get ushered out the back m- most weeks because I would be in tears. You know, it's like. And it's you can't be. It's not a done thing for a man to be seen in tears. I was quite happy to be in tears for people, <laughs> but uh, do you mean because of the fretful nature of a bar, or because of? Um, it was more the the kind of overwhelming sounds and the touches as well. The feel I could always, you know, the feeling of glass together. I could still feel that in my hands for oh yeah hours afterwards, and in my in my brain, you know. Yeah, it's very intense. Um, so yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I really, uh, one of my bugbears is when people are really uh, a bit obnoxious to kind of serving staff. Oh, isn't Wait, it the it's worst? awful, yeah. Unforgivable, um, people are rude to start to service. I, I just, that is... I think it's forgivable. No. But, but <laughs> you, you, you have to pull people up, for sure. If people can ch- amend their ways, then, then it's forgivable. Yeah, sadly not in our culture, it's to pull people up on them being rude to, yeah. Well, it takes can, a bit of balls, doesn't it? You can sort of do it in... Uh, it's not always easy, but, yeah, it's good to do, I think. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, my mum was a nurse, so I, I, I sort of reserve her. I've never been a nurse. I, I thought about doing that when I was considering stopping music before before I made the magic bridge. Uh, and I, I think nurses are, to me, the that's the, the very... Uh, Top of the mountain. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So were your, were your parents into music when you were growing up? Not particularly. No. I, I have a feeling my mum might have that uh, music affiliate that uh, Oliver Sacks wrote that book about. I, I don't think she can hear this melodies. I think it all sounds horrendously noisy. Really? Yeah, She she the only thing she can listen to is really like very, very smooth classics. Because there's no edges there, and otherwise, I think it's very troubling to her. Wow. Um, my dad played in a band in school and is into kind of heavy rock and Jimi Hendrix, Deep Purple, and uh, all that kind of stuff. You Classic know, sixties, sixties rock. And, yeah. Um, Sorry, listeners, about the drilling. We can't do anything about it. But. That's fine. I always have to bring my drill with me in case of need of escape. <laughs> Sorry, Richard just can't help drilling into the wall. Yeah, it's actually a very belligerent woodpecker I keep in my pocket. <laughs> it is. It is but a woodpecker. It doesn't enjoy the, the whole press thing. 
Get me out. Sees right through it. Now this is, you know, that's a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Clever clogs. (laughs) (laughs) Sarcastic woodpecker in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the music you've picked today. I think this is a fascinating selection. I have to say, I don't know what much of it is. Um, So that's cool when that happens, because then I'm just going to ask you to explain why you've chosen it and what it is for everyone else as well. Okay. So do you want to pick your first one? Sure. Well, there's one that's sitting on top there is uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, I think it might be his first album. I'm not so... I don't really have the facts. I'm I'm more of a... uh, You know, don't really work with facts so much. Um, So this guy was in Odd Future beforehand and, and he makes incredibly woozy... Woozy, bluesy hip hop, uh, but it's really it's mildly deranged. There's a gentleness to it, but it's it's uh, it's really beautiful stuff. He's got a great voice and a fantastic poet. Mildly deranged. It's a nice way of describing. Did I say mildly? Did I say gently deranged? Mildly deranged. I did, didn't I? Did you mean gently? Well, no, I probably meant mildly. If I said it. <laughs> I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> um, which track would you like to? Um, play everyone? Well, maybe, uh, maybe, what? maybe grief or DNA. One of one of those second second last track from either side. You're gonna have to pick one though, and can you introduce it? Oh yeah, you want me to say the title of the? Yeah, this is blah. This by. is uh, this is a sweatshirt with grief. That's enough. Thank you. You'll snip snip around there. Yeah. Okay. You'll snip snip me asking about the snip snip. Not can't promise that. Okay, and what about this? When I asked about the snip <laughs> of the snip. Good grief. 
I've been reaping what I sowed. Nigga, I ain't been outside in a minute. I've been living what I wrote. And all I see is snakes in the eyes of these niggas. Mama taught me how to read them when I look. Miss me at the crease and get me booked. Bitchy niggas stick to eating off of hooks. Say you eating, but we see you getting cooked, nigga. My fleeting thoughts on the leash. For the moment, high as fuck. I've been alone in my shit. For the longest. Snakes sliding in the street. Mama taught me how to not be like the bodies lying in them pigs riding in them. I'm a target, so it's hard to even eye me in them. If he ain't dying for me, and I ain't riding with him, it's no time for that. Making sure my man wallet straight like a collar when you iron that. Thinking about my grandmama, find a bottle, I'ma wallow when I lie in that. Earl Sweatshirt and Grief. Nice pick. Snip, snip is very important <laughs> motto. It's very no, it is. It's a very important motto. You gotta let let go sometimes and be be ruthless. Snip, snip your possessions. As we were talking about earlier with moving house, as you've just done, get rid. Can you explain to everyone what you told me? What Ang Harrod explained to you, your band member. About yeah, she, the... she was using this method of holding on to uh, the object for fifteen sections. Uh, sections of time this is if you're having a clear out by the way if you're having a clear out of your house yeah you hold each object for 15 sections of time 15 sections of time 15 moments and you ask yourself does this bring me joy and usually the answer should be very clear very quickly and okay yeah but what if it's tupperware well that would that could bring you joy this would bring me joy because it will safely hold uh, some plankton <laughs> this will bring me joy because I can put my conkers in here. Do you have conkers down here? Do you call them conkers? We've like, probably got a few conkers in London, but not that many. Chestnuts. Are they chestnuts? Yeah, conkers. It's just there's not many trees here. But they are, okay. We get conkers, yeah. I've just come from Kingston-upon-Thames. So oh, it's, it's very leafy. Yeah, very leafy. Pretty posh. The, uh, it's conker city over there. Yeah. So a Tupperware could certainly bring you joy. Yeah, no, you're right. That's a bad example. What about just loads of Tupperware lids? Get rid. Get rid. You don't need, you need to what, one lid, two lid? Yeah. It's mo- It's mostly books, books that you have read and you won't read again, but you can't 
you can't part with. That's I think that's the trouble area. That is what it's brought you yeah. joy. It can bring others joy. Mm. But it excuse me. Would it bring you joy as a sort of as a effectively a big wallpaper? Yeah. You know, it's like a big wallpaper, isn't it? It's a big three D wallpaper. What having books? Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that's joy. That's kind of just. Yeah, you can look at the spines and think about what's inside. Yeah. There's joy in that. Yeah. That's why I don't get when people put their books in cupboards. It's weird. That is strange. Anyway, next track, please. Or you can choose any of these. Um, I don't mean to hand them to you. The next, no, that's, that's fine. The next track, why don't we have... Um, the next track is from this album, Off World. I don't know anything about it. I just bought it. Whoops, I just bought it on the strength of the cover, which is a beautiful, beautiful piece of artwork depicting... What seems to be uh, a small town clinging to a really wild mountain. It looks like some kind of alien landscape. It's uh, but it's beautiful music, sort of in the spirit of cluster, um, but but with a sort of very arch sense of humour. It's a really wild, uh, electronic, uh, wonky. Uh, sounds very. It's got a lovely, rich sound, like a like an organic uh, feel to it. Um, don't have any information for you other than... That was an uh, excellent description. Maybe okay. we should hire you to start writing the info on the labels. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure you've had many experiences in your record store years of doing that already, so... Yeah, I used to spend too much time on that and I, I was ineffective <laughs> in other areas. Did I mean mild or gentle? Let me go back and rework that. Okay. Snip, snip. <laughs> snip, snip. Do you want to introduce... Uh, so this is uh, an, uh, the first track from the... Uh, self-titled album by Offworld on Constellation Records. Thank you. 
great. That was the first track from the first album of Offworld on Constellation Records. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, we could always, um, yeah. So, yeah. We also, could... excellent album artwork. You're right. Really beautiful, especially the back. I think a lot of the time it's happening more and more where people pay less attention to the design of the back of a sleeve. Mm. And it's sad. And I think that's a good example of actually, I, I actually prefer the back. And I think people should stop being lazy with the back covers. Just because you only see the front on Spotify and iTunes doesn't mean you shouldn't have amazing sleeve notes well written on the back. Mm. Um, or just beautiful paintings like that one. This isn't Liv Siddle's ranting podcast, but sometimes, sometimes it is. What have we got next? Uh, don't let it get you down. Is the, um, next, next up is uh, absolute stone cold classic, ACDC for those about to rock, <laughs> um, and the first track for those about to rock, we salute you is uh, it's just completely awesome. Great riff, crazy vocals, and it's got cannons in, and uh, you know. It's very exciting to hear cannons mixed with rock music. That is cool. And it really doesn't skimp on the <laughs> cannons either, it, uh, which, which is a very, it's a very pleasurable sensation to have them blasting in your ears when you're sort of hurtling down the motorway. Um, it's, it's a great track. Cool. And it's honourable. It's very honourable.
So that was For Those About to Rock, We Salute You by ACDC. Hope you enjoyed the cannons. Good that they didn't skimp on the cannons. Mm. Heaven forbid. Well, they probably were saying, you know, like, you think there's a little too much cannon? Snip, snip, maybe? Snip, snip. And <laughs> no, more cannon. <laughs> You're probably right. More cannon. I hope they oh. had to go and set off cannons to record them. I really hope they did. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, well, you see, I mean, they're, they're not uniform cannon blasts, so mm. it's a good, a good amount of detail in there. Really, a lot of space in the ACDC sound. It's uh, incredible. Uh, not always. A, a lot of the time, they're playing quite gently, when the, you can hear it in the drums, like a real like whisper to it. And uh, there's a, there's a lot more. There's a lot of breathing room in, in their music, particularly in their earlier stuff. It's all got a bit bombastic later okay. on. But, uh, yeah. Great band. Yeah. What have we next? Oh, I need to put my glasses on because i just come across this in the shop. Uh, so this is uh, Inaga Vision, and it's uh, Ugandan court music processed via electronics and... Uh, uh, and it just sounds absolutely fabulous. I don't know anything about this, but I just listened to two or three tracks and decided that I had to take it home. Uh, I've just read one of the songs. One of the songs called "Like a Football." <laughs> oh, that's strong. That's very strong. Um, yeah, I hope you like it too. I, I uh, I'm excited to hear it properly. Me too. Can you introduce the song, please? Yeah, this is, uh, I believe, track two is uh, O Tim's War. And uh, yeah, please enjoy. <laughs> Mon mari 
Cool. That was Otim's War by Enanga Vision. The next one we've got is Conrad Sprenger with Stack Music on Pan Records. How did you, do you know about Conrad before? No, I didn't. I uh, just stumbled across when I was uh, flicking through one of your rivals' uh, websites <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, listened and it just sounded fabulous. It's on Pan Records, which is a really exciting label, very, uh, quite often distinctive sound and really kind of brain-splitting electronics and incredible production. Where is Pan? Uh, Pan. Where are they based? Uh, they may be Belgium, oh, perhaps. Okay. I yeah. might, might, don't, might be wrong enough, but uh, they've had things like uh, Rashid Becker's had a couple of albums out there, Rene Hell, a beautiful thing, uh, Mohammed, and very uh, fantastic and uh, consistent catalogue. Uh, so I've just heard a little bit of this record, and the first track sounds absolutely immense. I, I, I believe it's computer triggered guitars. And then it might there might be some degree of post process and after cool. that, but it's uh, yeah, pretty wild. Cool. Do you want to introduce it? Yes, this is Conrad Sprenger with the first track from his new record, Stack Music.
Great. That was the first track from the new Conrad. Well, I've just put his name again. Springer. Conrad Springer album. Yeah. It's funny how quickly I. Anyway. Mm. Um, fantastic. So the last track I'm going to ask you to pick today is one off your new album. Oh. Um, so it can be anything, really. But I suppose keep in mind maybe some listeners of this haven't heard any of it. So it could be an introduction or it could be a personal favorite. Oh. Or, um, yeah, any, any track you'd like to play or any track that you think you'd like to tell us about? I wonder, well, maybe uh, we could play Beggar. I like, uh, it's not one that's had a, uh, we haven't, it hasn't really got any airplay and uh, I always felt like it was kind of a key song. Um, it's a, it's a, maybe a touch, or uh, has the appearance of sentimental, but, uh, it's it's kind of has everybody short maybe um, I don't know it's a little presumptuous to pick my own songs I, don't I know. know it's it's, it's difficult sorry. to justify a reason why I would uh, you know pick a pick a, anyway I, I I believe in it and I, I hope um, I hope uh, that people could hear something in it like uh, uh, everybody everybody has. Uh, uh, story before them and uh, we can just sometimes be too judgmental too quick to judge so it's kind of about somebody who maybe is uh, on the edges of things and uh, again it's about perspective and it feels like uh, I'd like people to hear, hear this one Great Thank you so much for coming in Can't wait for you to play in the shop later mm, well, um, I'm exhausted now though It's just <laughs> The Eccles cake comes yeah. Um But thank you so much. And if anyone hasn't heard Peasant by Richard Dawson, the album is spectacular and you've got to get your hands on a copy. So if you'd like to introduce the last song and then that's it. Cool. What's the last song? Your song. Oh, there's, yeah, okay. Beggar. Uh, yeah, uh, there you have it. Beggar. <laughs>
Rough Trade Radio. The Amazons. The Amazons. Available in store and online at roughtrade.com. Junk food for Elfa. Late nights to Galfa. Track it's a Lafa. I can't forget ya. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.